chapter 21. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea than I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then one of the seven angels, who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues, came to me and talked with me, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Also she had a great and high wall with twelve gates and twelve angels at the gates and names written on them which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. Three gates on the east, three gates on the north, three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. Now the wall of the city had twelve foundations and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he who talked with me had a gold reed to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its breadth. And he measured the city with the reed. Twelve thousand furlongs, its length, breadth, and height are equal. Then he measured its wall, one hundred and forty-four cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of an angel. The construction of its wall was of jasper, and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. 
and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. The Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. Those who find Him find eternal life. And if they stay with Jesus, they'll spend for eternity in heaven. They'll, they'll, they will fellowship with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, with God for eternity. Amen. Lord, I bless those listening. I believe with them that You'll reveal Your glory to them. And I believe with them for their healing. If they're not saved, save them in Jesus' name. Amen. And Lord, send out labors into the harvest fields in Indonesia and Myanmar and Malaysia, more than 300 million people um, in that area. In Jesus' name. This is Wonder and Reality. My name's Jim. The beginning of this message was the second to last chapter of the Bible. The last two chapters. Uh, I read once that the first two chapters of the Bible and the last two are connected and they there's a um, a completion of course but the last two chapters one thing I just want to hone in on description of of heaven of the new Jerusalem so glorious you notice that it's it's um, you know the new Jerusalem is pure gold like clear glass and her light is like a most a, like a precious stone and it goes on and on you know the gates of of heaven as far as as far as I understand are beautiful pearl pearls and so all of these, that's the glory of the Lord. All those things are made from His glory. So if there's just one thing in this brief message that someone hears, that listens to, it's that the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, is glorious beyond description and beyond words. He's everything that someone dreams of. Humans were literally born to fellowship with Him. That's the deepest, that's the divine destination of those who choose Jesus Christ, who choose God. Even if they don't know that that will happen. Most, it's safe to say that even most believers, it could be that most believers, let me correct that, it could be that most believers do not know that they were actually born to fellowship with God, with Jesus Christ, that He offers that, that He, and contained within that are everything contained within that is beyond human words. 
all of the promises and all of the wonderful things that He offers. Those intangible things that every human wants. Happiness, joy, peace, um, fulfillment, full fulfillment, total fulfillment, joy, um, it goes on and on and on what, what is contained within that. But that's the, the secret is someone finding Him and continuing on with Him, seeking Him with their whole heart. And, and no one can give someone that. You know, no one can give someone else salvation or the anointing or the presence of Jesus. That's, you know, that's... It's actually a glorious truth because, why? Because every person can go to Him, directly to Him, that first time for a face-to-face encounter with Jesus Christ, and then every day. There's no one else can get in the way of that. Or, you know, in other words, we get to rely on Him, the great and awesome God of the universe, who's always faithful and who's always the same and who's... Nothing can interfere with that. It's that similar, you know, the famous Scripture, nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Nothing can separate us. I mean, I think that's what Paul was writing about when he wrote those famous words Neither, this is a paraphrase, but he said neither, um, you know, he listed all these things. You know, heaven, hell, angels, demons, powers, all these things, nothing can get in the way of that. Because God set up this perfect plan. You know, Another aspect of of what's contained within what Jesus called eternal life are the promises, you know, these incredible promises. One of which is in that chapter that's at the beginning of this message. Let me just repeat what it says. It says, to him, he who overcomes shall inherit all things. I mean, so recommended reading Revelation chapters 2 and 3 where those promises to overcomers are... They're all right there. You know, he who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. You know, these are incredible. I mean, just unspeakable things. But again, I want to keep this simple. We, we, God is so glorious, we can only handle a certain amount of him every day. That's one of the reasons I think Jesus said, give us today our daily bread. There's a daily portion of Him that we can handle. We can't handle more, you know. And and so, such a wonderful truth that He's available, fully available to every person. Um, And so much more. Now, we've had new listeners in the last 24 hours, at least new cities. New cities in Europe, in Denmark, in the Ukraine, in Indonesia, new cities in the U.S. 
So I want to just continue. I may repeat some things, but this this is going to air on Saturday, August 20th in the in the U.S. And this weekend and next week, I want to continue about heaven, hell, and angels, and about <laughs> the tragedy is those who don't choose Jesus Christ, they don't know Him as Lord and Savior, if their name is not in the book of life, think of what they have said no to. Um, And so, it's difficult to speak about hell and what happens to people who are lost in hell. It's very difficult. I I understand that. And, And, but... God has, has, again, He is fully available and gives people... He's merciful, gracious, long-suffering, abounding in goodness and truth. The first word, merciful. And then the Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of that. So, really, we, we, you know, well... But what happens is, those who are in that category, as I said, if their name's not in the book of life they'll spend eternity in the lake of fire and brimstone. And from my understanding, they will actually be in hell, which will be thrown into the lake, into that lake. And it could be, I could be wrong, but it could be that hell remains the way that it is now, but it's in that lake. And they will, uh, Jesus specifically told uh, a woman, Mary Baxter, who he took to hell, a tour of hell for 30 nights actually not just one time um, he, he told her there are many chambers of torment but all are burned with fire and I just read that, that he also said hell is very large it's a large place it's, it's, it's expanding itself uh, enlarging itself to receive the lost souls going there it's shaped like a body lying on her back and, and there, um Lost souls have all their senses. They have all five senses. They have their mind and their emotions fully. There's literally billions of lost souls in hell. Mary Baxter at times, several times, she writes as far as she could see, she saw pits in the ground. And, 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 uh, that she, they went into the center of hell, which is where people who were in the occult are. She saw the river of fire and blood, which had multitudes of souls, and they're chained together, and they try to get out, but they can't. And they're, and she also saw the jaws of hell, and where people were embedded in hills, and and that pe- more people were coming in, to, to falling into hell, and. And just to give an overview, <clears throat> I'm going to give some general statistics, general figures. These are an e- estimates. I want to preface it by saying these are estimates. These may not. These are not exact. Um, but every day, approximately 80 from our stu- our ministry has studied heaven and hell, and and every day approximately. 80 to 110,000 people die on the earth and end up in hell. And about 
anywhere from thirty to seventy thousand people leave that when they leave the earth they end up in heaven. Amen. Angels come and get them. From my understanding, and literally take them to heaven where they will live for eternity in fellowship with Jesus Christ. The lost souls, if it's 100,000 a day, it's 70 lost souls every minute and about 4,100 every hour. So if you imagine um, 60 to 70 lost souls every minute, so every second... Um, I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't know if demons come and get them and take them down or if they fall into hell. Hell is below us. It's, that's in the Bible. Hell beneath. And Mary Baxter writes that during this tour, these tours of hell, during the day she was just, uh, you know, of course, um, Uh, let's see. It, she was sick, you know, physically sick. She was, of course, um, just incredibly sad, and and even tra she didn't use. I don't think she used the word traumatized, but but she does write about that. That it was so difficult to to be in hell, to see what she saw, and to experience what she experienced. And she specifically said she would tell people during the day about hell and they wouldn't wouldn't listen. You know, they wouldn't... Um, I'm, I'm just going to read Jesus' words here. This is page 21 in a chapter called The Left Leg of Hell. Quote, These things you are about to see will always be with you. The world must know about the reality of hell. Many sinners and even some of my people do not believe that hell is real. You have been chosen by me to reveal these truths to them. Everything I will show you about hell and all the other things I will show you are true. So just a, a, a very brief overview of some of the, the main themes of, of the book of Divine Revelation of Hell. It's impossible to really give us a brief summary of it, but Jesus revealed hell to her in detail. And it's very graphic. It's very scary. It's, um, again, the lost souls are, are confined to certain places like pits in the ground or cells in the cell block or that river of blood and fire and other places because Jesus did not show her all of hell. And all are burned with fire. Mary Baxter specifically saw people, lost souls with a skeletal form that was sometimes, you know, gray or, or because it, it dark, you know, black or gray because it, it had been burned and flesh on their skeletal form that was falling off of their body, and then a misty gray soul inside the skeleton. And flames would cover their whole body and then maybe subside, but then come back. 
and and even when they subsided there were flames on their body and they have all their senses Jesus specifically said their senses are much stronger in hell they have worms and maggots crawling inside their body that are not affected by the fire they can hear the loud wailing and gnashing of teeth. Jesus in the Gospels specifically in, in when when he in one of the arguably one of the more important parables, the parable of that that's it's one of the early parables presented in in the Gospels specifically called hell the furnace of fire and and said there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. It's right there. You know, and so Mary Baxter heard this, you know, and and there's no relief from their suffering at all. They cannot ever sleep or rest. There's no nothing good there. There's no food or water or sunlight or any or fresh air there's nothing like that there's no love or hope or anything i mean it's so immediately people will ask well why is there a hell well god had to withdrew himself from hell he did not create it he just withdrew himself there had to be a place for all the fallen angels that's why jesus said hell is the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels and in this book, Jesus specifically said, "Hell, I did not. God did not create hell for man. Um, Satan deceives people into following him there." But um, Jesus specifically said, in at least two places, spoke about how God wants everyone to be saved and make it to heaven. Um, he specifically said, "This is a direct quote." He said, "I came to save all men." And that includes women. I mean, all. It, um, there had to be a place for the fallen angels because they are eternal. That's how powerful God is. When God, God is so powerful, every angel and every human are eternal because He created them. I mean, and I mean, let's think about that just for, briefly. Every person is eternal and will exist for eternity. For eternity. I mean, some of the lost souls in hell had been there for hundreds of years. Um, when Jesus interacted with these people, um, they begged to be let out. They, they, they said, haven't I suffered enough? You know, they just... Um, so anyway, it's a difficult subject, but Jesus, God has offered the perfect rescue Jesus is literally God Almighty and He's... Think of, of how all these wonderful things, Jesus is the, the Savior. The, he's the Good Shepherd. Amen. He's the Bread of Life. He's the light of the world.
and and he is God Almighty. You know, he literally, he's both the Son of God, and he's God Almighty. That's an eternal revelation that that he is that he is God. Thank you for listening today. Please visit wonderreality.org. And this this in the coming days, I want to definitely. Um, give more updates about our platforms and, and the, the locations of visitors to, to the, one, the ones that we know of. And with this podcast, Lord, bless all the listeners of this podcast in Jesus' wonderful name. Um, thank you for listening and blessings.